0: crispy bad crispy cloud not
1: like (laughs) sorry for the turbulence folks he's harmless he's safe as milk just a freak accident with some tippy pop what do you think is going to happen with this spawn movie if todd mcfarland does have his druthers and everything goes through. And he is the writer and director. He's got full creative control. Because you had mentioned something before where it's like, oh, it might work if it takes place in the 90s. Because that could be yeah. a good But here's the thing. Todd McFarlane, I don't think he'd use his character that way. I think he goes and looks at that character with the same like 1996 goggles, which is like, oh, the chains, the darkness, that's badass. And it's going to come across... Kind of uh kind of uh out of it,
0: so you don't think he's going to be fighting a
1: a clown with orange hair? no, he will be. I have no doubt okay. about that that clown like clown is a staple, he's gonna be in it, no matter what
0: no but but his hair is gonna be orange now uh, you get it is it McFarley a lefty? is he not a lefty
1: n- no Todd? no oh really, I don't think that's so. surprising,
0: all right, never mind, Wait. So, <clears throat> okay.
1: Oh, you're Trump trying to gone. make a Trump joke? I didn't get that at all. Yeah. That was terrible. Yeah, that was very. I know. <laughs> <sloppy>. <laughs> I know.
0: That's what I was like. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> let's just continue. On. That was.
1: Oh, I'm heating up <laughs> over oh here. It's yeah. Very confused. I I don't know. I I, I mean, <laughs> like the clown. Yeah, of course. What? Right? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what has Todd McFarlane directed? That would nothing. He hasn't directed a goddamn thing. They just said, hey, you make this you... character. <sighs> yeah. That... Yeah. Because,
0: like, what would... I wouldn't trust him directing this, though. Just because he hasn't shown that he can direct something like this. Like, this is going to be a CGI mess because of everything well, it has to a, do with the character. Unless thing... you try to ground him, which would be nonsense.
1: Well, here's one thing that I think works in Todd McFarlane's uh, favor is that I watched an interview with him where it's like, okay, what do you prefer when you see other people draw this character? Because obviously he started out doing that, but then it gets passed off and it's like there's Mm -hmm. hundreds of issues. He's like, I like Spawn best when he's relegated to the shadows, when you can hardly see him. He's just like an ominous presence. So it might not be a big CGI spectacle like this movie was. I think (laughs) I think it could be. Much more subtle than that, where maybe you don't see Spawn a whole lot. Uh, he 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 detests everything that has happened with the Marvel Studios films, so okay. it has that going for it.
0: Hmm. I
1: just don't know if he might be the like it's his character. If anyone is supposed yeah. to be directing this movie, uh, I suppose based on morals mm-hmm. alone, it should be him. But I don't know if he would be the ideal candidate for that. So I I, I don't guess know. we can just go. Uh,
0: we can go back to Stephen King, you know? Maximum overdrive. The he'd, yeah. So, I mean, they're just not directors. That's the thing that I would be worried about. And I don't know. I mean, like a spawn noir does sound kind of cool,
1: but well, I don't know if that what people will want. I'll you tell know? you what. I'll tell you what. Compared to when you're sitting down, you're writing a novel, right? I think the closest transition uh, of any medium from like film. Would probably be comic books because you're going frame by frame, right? And there's a lot right. of attention to detail there. I would assume that somebody who spends their time writing and illustrating comic books would maybe have like a decent transition over to film because it's not dissimilar. Although mm-hmm. we take a look at Frank Miller, who yeah. did The Spirit, and mm-hmm. that is not a good movie at all by any means. Yep, not boring at all. What? what I mean, it's it's not a it's not a rule. Per se, I mean, also Frank Miller was going through a weird period during that time, so I don't know. Maybe if he directed something today, it could be different. Who's to say? But he look he looks really is cool. he done? He's probably done, right? Frank with this, what? Everything life? H? Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like he's got cancer. He is oh. a really withered up, fifty seven or fifty eight years old. He look and he's got like really bad posture. Oh, wow. He looks like he's about eighty. Yeah, I I thought he was much older than that. No. uh, He's 60. I I think he's got some serious health problems. And um, I mean, he looks better than he did five years ago. And DC has just kind of sunk their claws into him. Obviously, they like hooked him in around 2016 for Dark Knight 3. It's like, let's let's go back to the well, Frank. We got Batman v Superman coming out. Mm. Let's let's milk this property for all it's worth. Let's do a black and white Batman movie where only the logos color. Yeah. I would be okay with that actually.
0: Yeah. Actually I wouldn't mind that so much. Uh you know what's scarier than that it movie that came out? Have you seen Tim Curry lately? Ooh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck the clown. Just fucking stand him up in a corner. I won't go in the- <laughs> that house. <He's> so- <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He should play the clown. It's so sad. He should. He looks more like the leper. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, it's rough. Uh, And it sucks when, you know, it's someone that depends so much, uh, or his career depended so much, of his physical features and how expressive he was. Yeah. And now he's just yeah, that's scarier to me than whatever they pull out in that movie.
1: They wheeled him out for the Rocky Horror Picture Show musical, where he was like the oh, announcer or narrator, the NBC or ABC or whatever. It was it yeah. was Fox. Fox did it, and it was oh. really awful. It was bad, and
0: and that was like five years ago, right?
1: No, that was only a year or two ago. What really?
0: Yeah. Are you sure? Oh fuck! Okay, pretty bad. Yeah, he's 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 not doing well. Uh, I hope he finds rest soon that <laughs> are soon you so.
1: saying you hope he dies soon
0: i mean look at like just look look for look for a photo of him right now that cannot be like after living a life of i'm a celebrity and i have money and i have everything i want in my life and look at how good of an actor i am and now he's just frozen face he looks terrified he looks like he just opened the ark of the covenant and they're still like ru- like you know wheeling him around I feel bad for him. I don't know. No, I, I, that was a very influential movie in my childhood. <laughs> a gay Tom Cruise movie.
1: That was Tony Scott, wasn't it? Who jumped off a bridge. I am not sure. Probably. It's in the 90s. <laughs> Let's just but, go back to yeah. Spawn real quick. Do you have anything positive to say about this movie? Cause clearly you're not very hot on it as a whole.
0: I think it would be a lot of fun to watch this with friends Or with other people, I don't think it's that fun to watch it. When I mean, I did laugh a couple of times with just how ridiculous it was and how bad the lines are, how cheesy. What did you? Hold on, you
1: got some lines written down. You said right. So, all right, what lines stuck out to you?
0: (laughs) Okay, so let's see. The first one, it's. When all this world is mine, I will personally fry your lard ass. And then he spits. Oh, that's Martin That was Martin Sheen. That's when I I realized that it was him because I was like, oh, like I wasn't paying that much attention. And then I heard that line. I was like, what the fuck was that? And yeah, so that. And then Spawn talking to his dog and he said,
1: okay, but But it's it's your funeral." funeral yeah
0: (laughs) it's just like what the
1: yeah and at the end Um, of every one of these lines is like a flame transition to the next scene yeah the screen burns up
0: there's a point where someone says that's right feel the burn and then the (laughs) camera goes into the chimney into hell that was that was a big one (laughs) for me uh (laughs) oh uh there was a point um that felt very much like a martha justice league moment to me uh, which was when he was about to kill someone or something and then someone said if you kill me you kill her and then he stopped killing them and started remembering his wife okay. that that was kind of very like the justice league fucking ripped off spawn who would who would have thought that's a very martha moment I have over here that's when he's uh, about to kill
1: martin sheen uh jason Wynn, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end of the movie now clown has been decapitated or so, or he's about to be decapitated and he's got martin sheen pinned in front of the fireplace he's got the spikes in his hand he's about to kill him oh, yeah. but he's got that pacemaker that allows him to have full control of the world and universe i guess
0: and then that's resolved within seconds because he
1: telepathically removes it from his heart and destroys it which right? yeah we didn't know he could do that until that moment yeah
0: <laughs> oh another thing that made me laugh was at the beginning when he he uh goes to his um casket and punches it open. <laughs> he just punches the casket open and then he takes out his little necklace. Oh, no, the necklace he found it in the burnt house, right?
1: Mm.
0: Wasn't it? I, I just I remember so. the scene where he grabs the necklace and then a piece of his body opens up where his heart is and then
1: the necklace goes into his heart. Yeah, there's a really cool (laughs) scene in the animated series. And I think the comic book where he does go back to his corpse and the corpse is like taught. Like, I don't know, it it, it wouldn't do it justice to explain it, but um, it's a cool sequence. And I was expecting that for the movie. But instead, what do we get? We get like 90s goths in the cemetery. Yeah. Doing like a sacrifice or something. And that guy that was dressed like uh, Van Helsing, the (sighs) one that comes to help him. Yeah. Um, there's also I hated, right I hated that guy, I hated that guy so much <laughs> that fucking awful, boring what? British guy who just pops on screen every couple so of I, minutes.
0: I guess his role was to be the voice of conscience to the character, right? yeah, like that was a very popular so troupe, he's, but he's he 's
1: the, the angel on spawn's shoulder to match clown's devil okay
0: that 's not clear at all in this movie, though. no, he just pops up at really odd moments. And then he gave him his painful uh, armor or whatever that was. Mm. You know when, which was a very metal moment to me when he got the chains and then started hurting. That was cool. Uh, yeah. There's uh it's a little little early for Halloween Simmons, where you're going every day is Halloween. That's a that's a good
1: one. It's pretty badass. <laughs> it's a good line to whip out before you kill somebody. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think and
0: then I just have here Spawn is. Black gay venom. I didn't know that is the same creator for both. So yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Kiss it goodbye, clown. That's a good one. That's a very Arnold one uh, line. But yeah, I think that's it. That's all I got. For that and there's there, there's the a show.
1: rule with this film that I think we should have probably brought up before, which is that even though you're in hell, you're a spawn, you're dead. You can be killed still if you're decapitated. And back in the 90s, they didn't play games with the villains. Obviously, in Tim Burton's Batman Joker, most iconic movie character ever falls to his death and dies at the end of that movie, uh, ensuring that you'll never see another Batman Joker matchup, perhaps ever again. In this movie, similar situation. Clown, who's supposed to be a part of this whole series, is decapitated at the end of the film. And you have to assume they were expecting a sequel of some kind. Yeah. So it's just like, what is the game plan from there? If they do indeed go ahead with that. Because the Sam and Twitch thing was more of a rebound idea once they realized, okay, there might not be money in this property if we do a second film. We were lucky to get double back, but people might be hip to our game. It wasn't like Fantastic Four where there would somehow split reviews and people were right. like, eh, it's kind of good. Maybe, maybe <laughs> we can okay. do another yeah. one. And then it's like, no. Never do another one again.
0: Let me ask you something. So um, when the cloud becomes its real shape or its Violate, itself or whatever, yeah. how come it forgets how to speak? Does that happen in the series too? Because he's, he's like a smart mouth that won't shut the fuck up. And then as soon as it becomes their actual monster, he's just blah.
1: Oh, It's like Pennywise and the spider, you know, he's just, uh, he's a, but no, uh, I think in the animated series, he does speak telepathically. Okay, and I That's, think that would have been silly and difficult, given the the prop that they had here—the giant puppet for the violator. Well, yeah, yeah, what's yeah, because the other, the other one,
0: the other one is just a bigger version of him, right?
1: Malbolgia doesn't move his mouth correctly. at all when he talks. He's just it, when when Spawn goes down to hell and he's trying to communicate with Malbolgia, which is like the devil, right? The, the big one, yeah, yeah. He does he's his mouth is just gaping open the entire time and he's looking around not focused uh-huh. on his
0: <laughs> very confused eyes looking in different directions.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> that whole fight scene where he goes to hell and like somehow ends up like just pushing people away from him was really weird and that animation like I that's why I wish I had seen it in the theater because you know because of all the technology that we have now it looks like fucking trash but I I can't imagine having, you know, 1997 mindset where that thing is still relatively new and then seeing that, like, I don't, I don't know what my reaction would be if I would be, this is awesome or that, that looks kind of weird, you know, because not even video games were that quality yet, I guess.
1: Right. At the time, you know, I have the VHS tape and it says something along the lines of it's quoted as a special effects spectacle of the year. Roger Ebert gives it a thumbs up. <laughs> the Avatar
0: of 97.
1: I mean, I, it kind of was, but the thing, the thing is, at that time, the graphics were, and the special effects were escalating so quickly. I, I, I want to say between 1995 and like 2004 is really when things escalated at a rapid pace, right? And clearly we've, we've maintained that and it's only further escalated where if you watch a movie now from 2000. Nine. If you watched Avatar now, it might not be that impressive. Yeah. What's the Matrix? Oof. That one's rough. I have a feeling it would look exactly like Spawn, or be exactly like Spawn in every way. Those are the same (laughs) movie to me. Okay. I can see that, yeah. (laughs) It's a similar premise, right? Where you have a guy who dies in his real life, right? And he goes into this new life. And instead of John Leguizamo, you have Joe Pantoliano playing that skeevy character. Oh, yeah. I think he sticks. winds up the same way. Did you uh, did you ever go back to the, uh, the Matrix sequels? No, I did about, I don't know, a, a
0: while ago. I did watch them with my friends just because we refused to believe that those movies were bad. Like we couldn't remember if they were bad or not, but just reading uh things that people said that they're not you know not very good we rewatched them and uh they don't really hold up <laughs> and that was back five six
1: years ago there so, is such a difference between that first matrix movie and the two oh, yeah. follow-ups mm-hmm. and i'm not even a fan is of the it, matrix but i, because I, that I was, think
0: that's when they were going through transition
1: is that what happened? i i I don't. I don't think. So. I don't think that was until. I mean, we don't know what, what's going on behind closed doors. But what are the odds of two trans siblings? Right. I. I, I wonder what the parents think. I think it's a marketing no, I scheme. It's... I think. I think one was trans, and the other was like, "Well, we can't be like the Wachowski siblings. will be. Cooler. I can't be
0: the only ugly man. <laughs> this couple
1: of brothers. We have to be two ugly women instead. yeah it's very uh, offensive but i remember amc was playing them all back to back and i had watched the first one and i was like okay special effects aside still mostly Mm -hmm. a good movie then the second one comes on and it's like it leaned too hard into the cyberpunk and like it's like it's too aware of its its presence in film where it's like we're cool we're doing something different here here's jada pinkett smith and it's like, no, yeah. this is awesome. a
0: woman with short hair.
1: This is awesome. Black I remember they, hair. they did a PC game with her and I think, I don't know uh-huh. the guy's name. It was an Asian Oof. character, though. And that was like the run-up because it was like the Matrix is coming back hard. And the, you had the video game, you had the Animatrix, and then you had the back-to-back that's movies. What was, mm, that's what I was going to mention, Matrix. So
0: the, the Animatrix came out after the second
1: one? I think it, it might have been between or it might have been right before the second one. Okay, and then the third one,
0: the Matrix is, Revolutions. Yeah, when they they try to get too deep into the thing, and it didn't end up making any sense at the end.
1: I didn't even watch that one. I was out on two. You've so, never seen the third one? No, I don't know how it concludes. But there's going to be a fourth one, from um, what I hear. The first one about this.
0: I I did see it at the. The what? They're doing a fourth one. <laughs> You're speechless.
1: <laughs> Why and who's is gonna? Is it gonna be John Wick? It's Keanu Reeves, gonna... Carrie Ann Moss, and the Wachowski sisters are helming it. Reboot fever. Okay. So, and I mean, yeah. Keanu Reeves is going through a renaissance where it's just like, what can we do with Keanu right now? Everything he's yeah. ever done, we're gonna do a sequel to. You will get a sequel to Johnny Mnemonic within the next five years, almost guaranteed. I
0: won the a Devil's
1: Advocate too let see what Pacino can do now. I want all the actors in The Irishman to die immediately after it's released <laughs> so they can't tarnish their careers any further. When does that come out? Soon. Christmas, Soon, very soon. I'll tell you what. I saw the trailer to that. We're talking about bad special effects. That de-aging already looks bad. De Niro's de-aged oh. for 75% of the movie. It's a three-hour movie. Three hours and forty minutes, I believe. I think is the exact runtime. What's it? For? Just get younger actors or bright old characters.
0: They want that to shit do lo- never looks right. It looks weird. I I, I was uh, I I listened to the Half in the Bag review of uh, it, and it seems like they de-aged the kids mm-hmm. because they, I guess, they look older than fourteen now. Burlesford. So now they're they're even de-aging children.
1: Yeah. I mean, there, uh, there's a, lo- a lot of changes between 12 and 16. I know, but just make the characters older. You can't, because the clown comes out every couple of years, you know? Every 30 years, and then they killed That's it when true. they were 12. It wouldn't work. It would be like, ah, oh, fuck, he's still alive, and I guess we did kill it, but we're not going to feature that. We killed it a second time, so this is actually the third Bab- time it came back. Bab has a mustache and everything. You know, they cut out... I'm I'm surprised at how close to the vest they keep certain things with these big Hollywood movies when they do get screened for people because there's an It chapter two after the credit sequence that was cut and nobody's reporting about it. Nobody's talking about it. I haven't seen a thing in regards to uh, that mm. after the credit sequence where... And this isn't featured in the movie that's out in theaters, but there was a screening only a month ago for that movie that had James McAvoy's character Bill as an old man reading the paper as if people will be reading the paper in 30 years and seeing something that implied that Pennywise was back again. Because you got to keep that cash cow yeah. going. You got to have aged. At, you got to do the reverse of De Niro in The Irishman. Age everybody to 70. Bring them back out. <laughs> You could and have Tim Curry for them. real as Pennywise again. It would make sense. <laughs> would, that would be frightening.
0: I That would actually be scary. Yeah. Um, but they didn't include it.
1: They cut it. Okay. So I, I think they realized that it would be... There's apparently a lot that got cut from this IT chapter too. But I think that would be egregious if you kept it going in that way. <laughs> I think you could do... I, I think you I could do a surprised. prequel... I think you could do something that takes place in like the 1800s or maybe the 19 1950s, which is it's supposed to take place in, that would be cool. But I th- think if you you just keep the trajectory going and what's the next step? That's bad. But
0: I think it depends on how much money this makes. Like I can't imagine them just leaving that franchise to die until the next reboot comes out. So maybe a you series do. or something like that. Like they have to milk they have to milk this
1: thing while it's still hot. Yeah, it made ninety one million. If it hasn't already. 91 million at the box office. The first it is the highest grossing horror film of all time, I think. Oh, there you go. So I it would be definitely gonna do something. It would it would be a natural conclusion. (laughs) Yeah. You, You have to think that they're gonna eye maybe like a series where it's like, oh, it's individual stories, right? Where it's oh, this kid who we've never met before had to deal with Pennywise in this way and survived by doing this. They could do that. But and I still use the clown, and still use the clown. I mean, what what is what is Bill Skarsgård going to get up to? Yeah, he's not Tim Curry. Okay, he doesn't have the charisma for regular. Oh acting. no,
0: not at all. But, but but then he would probably just end up like
1: Doctor Sleep. Ooh, ooh! You want to talk about right? Doctor Sleep? That looks. Everybody's like, oh, this looks great. I'm excited for this. <laughs> This is the shining tools. Oh, looks... I wanna I wanna I wanna stab myself in the chest repeatedly the more I see of that movie. That that's unbelievable to me. And I can't believe people are so blindly going along with that. Like you're 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 take you're taking specifically something that Kubrick did. They reshot the scenes that Kubrick did to make it look exactly Oof. like that. It's not a it's not from the book. I mean, obviously, it's all from the book. But it's not like they're going from the book to this movie. They're going from the Kubrick movie to this movie. And it doesn't hold a candle. It looks embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Ewan McGregor is poison, dude. He's he's the worst. I can't wait until he's on Cameo.com.
0: <laughs> $30 for feet videos. Um <laughs> I guess it's pro you know what it's probably because I saw the first trailer. I I, I started doing a thing where I just watch the first trailer that's released if I'm interested in something because they just put everything that's going to happen in the movie in the trailers now. What was the one there was one that I saw I saw a trailer recently for a movie that I was interested in and it's just oh well you just showed everything that happens. You just showed two of the main characters dying and like I don't like, Black what's Christmas? the point of yes So I was like, what's the fucking point of seeing the movie? I already saw what happens. And I already know that like it's a remake and you're showing it all in the movie just in case people were not familiar with it. And I mean on the trailer. So now I'm just watching the first one and that's it. So when I first saw this Dr. Sleep trailer, I was like, this looks like shit. Like, why are people so excited? But I have recently seen The Shining. So what I think it is, is just people remembering that, hey, we're supposed to like The Shining. Hey, remember this iconic movie that has, like, you know, that that carpet? It's this, the, the iconic twin sister. So, hey, we love that shit. So, of course, we love this without realizing that it's completely different. Like, it doesn't even look the same. Like, it just, it feels completely, it feels like a CW. And, again, I'm throwing a lot of hate towards the CW, but it feels like a, the CW version of The Shining.
1: It, it, to me, it it feels like a mid-90s PG-13 Disney movie. It looks Oof. like it looks i mean we were talking about halloween town it it looks like a big budget version of that with like a girl who's a voodoo doctor and she's taking people's souls or whatever she it's so bad like why why i mean it's it's exactly what you just said but it's also that like people think about the shining and they think the shining's a horror movie that's a yeah. horror movie it's no different than a nightmare on elm street mm-hmm. or jason takes manhattan and it's like n- no no, it's not a horror movie he He writes a
0: lot, the same sentence uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking forward to that but and uh i guess I guess uh, with the success of it, they're just what doing Stephen King stories, and his catalog is so huge that now that's gonna yeah. be the thing
1: well again i I have a a source that has told me that they're shopping a script around right now. Or a either a, a movie or a miniseries of The Shining that's going to do exactly the same as the 1997 a- a- ABC made-for-TV movie, which is like, we're going to stick to the book. We're going to get to the book as close as possible, but now we can do it right. We can do the hedge maze animals right. We can, we can do uh, Jack Torrance running around with, what was it, a fucking croquet? It, 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 like, stop, stop. It was done well. In 1980, with the axe, with Scatman Crothers, with the yep. naked 70s women on the wall in his hotel room, with Danny Torrance, with Shelley Duvall uh, losing her mind and being verbally abused every single day yeah. by Stanley Kubrick, <laughs> passive-aggressively, just, that's not good enough, Shelley, we gotta do 81 more. And her losing yes. her mind and going on <laughs> Dr. Phil and becoming a fat fake. <laughs> Fucking worth it. You know what?
0: That movie is going to live forever as a classic. It's you know just what? a human being, fucker. Stanley Kubrick's <laughs> dead.
1: Shelley Duvall's alive. Who really won that one? But that's the... That's mm. it. She's she? seeing she's seeing sea creatures right now at the bowling alley. But uh, Stanley Kubrick's been killed <laughs> or something. I, I don't if, know.
0: I, I wonder if he, if she still hears his voice every time she does something wrong. She's just it's just her conscience now. It's... Kubrick's I was listening
1: voice. to a podcast where where somebody um, had gone to her estate to try and meet her, and they got a story from like a neighbor or something that she would go to the local restaurant or bowling alley and take her shirt off, and she was banned from these places because she's just crazy. She's she's Fruit Loop. She's gone, and it's all and Kubrick's I... fault.
0: <laughs> and that's the thing; like, you can't expect to come up with a movie like The Shining. When you have a director that's not crazy like that, because what you're gonna get is just someone that's going to do whatever the producers want him to do, just just like they did with uh, you know those young filmmakers that were picking up for Godzilla and like you know those movies. Uh, and it's just going to be bland and not as good as Kubrick's movie because you don't have the crazy, insane director as torturing everyone so that he can actually get real emotions out of it and someone that's so specific with everything from the framing to, you know, whatever the bottom of the page is saying uh, or the type of font that he's using. Um, So uh, I hope not. I hope they don't do that. But
1: I'm not going to be surprised if they end up doing a a series. How did – what's the director's name? Mike, Gareth, who is this guy? Uh, Mike Buschetti. Yeah. (laughs) He did. Uh, he did <laughs> Gerald's game for Netflix. And what? Oh yeah, yeah. Who at Warner Brothers thought? Okay, I mean, this movie did well. It was shit. It was. It was not good. Why don't we don't just give it. him this beloved property that the most important and best filmmaker of all time did, and we'll just continue on with that with him. And it's like Gerald's game would look like The Langoliers if it was made in 1995. But because what? I mean, it was terrible. I'm sorry. It was bad. People were hyped up on is, it, that's the, and they gave it a pass.
0: Is that the that, movie about the old couple that she's no. tied up and
1: then he dies or something? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say A okay. Good Marriage. That came out like a year before and was awful. And it had a guy from like... I didn't like, know this. Some guy from NCIS was the star of that movie and he was a serial killer. It's a, it's a good short story. It was a terrible movie. But yeah, that was Gerald's Game where it was like an older couple okay. and he's into BDSM and she's not comfortable. Like she's just learning this now at 48. They've been married for yeah. fucking oh, their entire lives.
0: He's never choked her or spanked her once. <laughs> and then you have 40 years of marriage.
1: Yeah. Elliot from E.T. is a pedophile dad. And she's getting memories of that. And it's just, it's bad. Okay. And that's what they saw before giving him it. He did that. And I think he did like an Annabelle movie. Didn't he do it? Mama? Uh, No, no, no. That's Andy Muschietti. That's the guy who did it. So. Not a great trajectory overall. We're talking about Gerald's game. The guy who's doing Dr. Sleep.
0: Oh, right, 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 right. I thought you were still talking about the it guy.
1: No, no, no. I mean he's doing he's doing the flash. We want to get back on comic books. They gave him the flash because everybody else has been fired or left that. It just seems like a doomed oh, project.
0: okay Flanagan. All right. So yeah, Gerald's game and he did the Haunting Hill House. Okay, and the, yeah. And uh there's that, that movie Oh, that Ouija movie, the that's Origin Slater's of Evil.
1: Thing, yeah. That's not bad. I actually enjoyed that one. I thought that was fun. Um, Would you give him a Kubrick property based no. off of that? Would you no. give him The Shining based off of that? I w- no, I don't think so. I wouldn't give him it and I don't even like it. Like yeah. I don't I don't really
0: care about the what whatever you want to call it the legacy of it because I never thought he was any good. But I wouldn't even give him that just because of like Hush is another one that he did where I don't know if you've seen it's that home invasion movie where the main character
1: is uh deaf no, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't see that. I'm familiar with it, though. I think that I yeah, think the biggest problem with this Doctor Sleep adaptation, aside from the book being terrible, there's maybe about forty good pages in it, where it's Danny as a kid dealing with ghosts uh, after the events of The Shining, and then the rest is awful. The biggest problem with the movie, at least, is that I think they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have specifically sought out a horror director for it, because a horror director what? is gonna. Tackle the material with a horror lens and not bring their own flair to it, right? Like Kubrick did. Like Kubrick did. Yeah.
0: So, because I obviously haven't heard, I mean, haven't read the book. I remember you and and Jake talking about it years ago when it came out. What is the
1: story? It's just so. Is Danny grown up? And then what happens? It's a, it's an interesting premise. It has Danny working uh, as a like a like a hospice nurse helping. People pass over okay. uh, into dark. death. So, yeah, it starts out dark. I think he's like an alcoholic. And, um, you know, you, you get the flashbacks to the 1980s after the events of The Shining and him being visited by, sorry, what is Scatman Crothers' character name in that? Red Fox or something like I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Cosby, here yeah he's uh you know so the the beginning of the book is good like the first 40 to 80 pages and then it turns into a kid well it starts out with him as an adult and it flashes back kind of like it okay okay And, and then we get into a weird plot where it's not the shining anymore we're dealing with magic and there's a woman who's collecting uh kids with the shine and she's doing this stuff. And it's very eyes of the dragon. If you've read that, I, uh, and I, I was like, it turned into a fantasy novel. You, you turned your great horror novel and a great idea, which is him helping people die and get comfortable with death into a shit fantasy novel. And it was, it was one of the worst modern Stephen King books that he's released. I look at that and I look at, I think the name of the book was The Outs No, not The Outsider. It was uh, like Elevation or Escalade. Wh- whatever his most recent book is. He has a new one coming out in a couple of weeks, I think. I read this book while I was in Japan. And <laughs> I was so shocked and appalled. It made me want to weep that Stephen what King the- had sunk to the levels of like, his, his book was like his Twitter feed. You know know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. I remember you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you guys talking about it.
1: Now, I I read the book before that, The Outsider. That was written in like 2015, before the election. And there's like certain jabs or whatever, you know, to MAGA stuff. And it's like, all right, right, fine. But that's all very minimal. It's in passing. The reviews for that book had painted it as like, this is the Stephen King Trump book that America needs. But it Ugh. wasn't. It wasn't that at all. It really wasn't that at all. And it's a, a pretty good detective novel. The book after that, the book after that is everything that uh, everything uh, he's become. Everything that well, yeah, yeah. And it, it was like they reviewed that. They they put out those pieces too early because it would have matched this book. I think the book's name is Elevation. I could be wrong about that. I'm going to look it up real so quick. Are they are they sequels of? No, no 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 they're, they're not okay. related at all but it's about like a lesbian couple in a small town that is bigoted and against them and it's just ooh, it is painful but they that's just go why
0: don't you just fucking move
1: <laughs> just
0: move yeah <laughs> you're not gonna change you're not gonna change the entire town you want an entire town to change for you just fucking go
1: that's there it is 10 pages I just, I just wrote your book, Stephen. And it, I mean, it was a light read. It was only 144 pages, so I can't complain too much that my time was wasted. I, I knew exactly what this was 30, 40 pages in, but it is what it is. I mean, Stephen but King. That's, that's the one that came out in 2015. So
0: you're not talking about the new No, 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 right? no, no.
1: That, that came out last year. That came out in 2018. Uh, the one that I was referencing, The Outsider, I think was written in 2015 and 2016 and was put out in 2017. So this, then this new one is the one that's going to be even worse than
0: the last one. Is that what you're saying?
1: I hope not. I hope not. I mean, Stephen King. He he entered a period in the 90s or so where his writing fell off, like the car crash period. But he's he's not bound to one trajectory with things because he has had great novels come out in the odds, like Duma a very good horror book, uh, Under the Dome in spite of being an atrocious CBS show, was a really good book that felt like old school Stephen King. So I don't know. It could go either way. It depends on what his vibe is. And he's not completely insufferable on Twitter. Some of his tweets are extremely on the nose and painful to read. But he's got some element of self-awareness. The book that's coming out this year is called The Institute. And it sounds like he's dipping back into the Firestarter well, and it's a little bit of Doctor Sleep where they kind of capture kids with this ability, but they put them in an institution or something, kill their parents, and force them to be like MK Ultra subjects, I guess. But I don't know. We'll see. Spawn, though, is a great movie, and we both agreed on that roughly an hour and a half ago.
0: 100% I agree.
1: Do you have any closing thoughts on the state of cinema or Spawn or Spawn 2 or the remake directed by Todd McFarlane coming this year? Hopefully.
0: No, but what's uh, the movie that you're looking forward to the most before the year ends that's not The Irishman?
1: That's a very good question. Uh, I would say Uncut Gems, the Safdie Brothers movie with Adam Sandler. What's that? Uncut it's Gems? Uncut Gems. Okay. which is about Adam Sandler as like a skeevy guy in New York's Diamond District making and breaking deals directed by the Safdie brothers, and it has a good cast. uh, Originally, it was supposed to be Jonah Hill playing that role. And I'm so glad they replaced him with Adam Sandler. He fits the part much better. So I'm looking forward to that. I I didn't have much uh, hope for Joker, to be honest with you, after all the shit that has been shoved out into theaters for, for the comic book uh, genre but after like the hail of positive reviews and the flurry of negative press that Ford. this has gotten and winning the the golden lion i am very intrigued by this movie yeah. i've i've heard uh, from people who have seen it that it's amazing so that your runner
0: friend that gave you the birds of prey no
1: no a different person okay, okay. I got all these Hollywood ties, you know?
0: <laughs> all these connections, damn.
1: <laughs> I need to look for the trailer.
0: What are you looking forward to? I. Um, uh, Breakfast? Joe Dirt thir- 3. I don't, I, honestly, I'm so out of... I can't think of anything that I'm looking forward to. Oh, I'm looking forward to watching um, The Fanatic. That looks Ooh. like a lot of fun.
1: Ooh, the fanatic. My God. We yeah. I think that should be the next episode of movies. That okay. is like Spawn, not a good movie. But if it's a good movie to watch, then does that alone make it a good movie? No. Why? Sometimes good
0: movies are boring, or sometimes you're not
1: in the mood to watch a good movie. You just want to laugh at something bad. That
0: but I don't it's
1: not but it's not like that. That's the thing. Okay. It's not, it's not a movie, it's not gaudy. Someone said it's like it's like Gaudy. It's not like Gaudy. Gaudi, Gaudi okay. is unintentionally bad. The decisions in this movie that make the viewer laugh are intentional decisions. Like there's absolutely self awareness to the fanatic, but not in like a Sharknado way. It doesn't lean into being bad. It leans into being over the top and crazy and something different. And I think it's a noble failure.
0: Okay. Is it entertaining, at least?
1: It's extremely entertaining. Okay, It's maybe, I would put it in, like, the top three for the most entertaining movies i watched this year.
0: Would you say that's the best Fred Durst movie
1: yet? I'll tell you what. Can, he you, actually think, has, can you think
0: of, does he? I was he's gonna got a, was my not task. a lucrative. I wanted to, but, <laughs> I wanted to test but, you on your Fred Durst knowledge, because I can't think of anything else he's done.
1: This is his third movie. I actually heard of the first two, The Education of Charlie Banks with Jesse Eisenberg, who's been referenced now for the third time. Yeah. That has middling reviews, and he did that commercial Ice Cube movie, family movie, The Long Shots.
0: He he made this movie called Population 436. That was a direct-to-video movie, and it was a piece of shit. (laughs) And that was before, like, one of his last ones. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, twenty six. Well, it's a lot of music videos. Uh, Fred, there's sex tape. He's on credit on that one as a director, so that's pretty good. The long he, shots.
1: He seems to have good taste as far as like the cinematography is good, the lighting is good, the color is good. There are cool transitions, but there, so there are problems with it in the editing, in that there are moments that don't make sense in the chronology of things. Or it's like something happens that doesn't match up with something that happened before. Like for example, in the fanatic, and this is very minor, there's like a street performer and his guy, uh, who goes around pickpocketing people as he performs quits. They get into a fight. He quits next scene with that guy. He's back with the guy. And there's no explanation of them getting back together. Then, 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 The scene after that that has that street performer, he's not with the guy anymore. And he needs the John Travolta character to help him out. And it's like, did you mix up the order? (laughs) Yeah. There's also, the acting is a little spotty in that there's a girl in the movie who's like his friend or whatever. And I don't think she's a bad actress. I think she gets some bad material. And some of it is really just... And there's a voiceover to it that is also kind of not great. And John Travolta, let me tell you, at first you'll think he's doing a bad job acting, and then you'll realize it's kind of like a Nick Cage-style performance where he's, okay. not doing, he's not doing a bad job. He's just going really hard in this role. Right, right, and, right. He go, and he spikes. He peaks a little too hard. He goes over the top with it. But I actually think he does a pretty good job. And um,
0: I, pref- I prefer him trying that not.
1: Oh, he definitely tries. He's definitely trying. And I don't know if he's proud of that in retrospect, because I know he tried <laughs> before this movie was released. He was like, I have to fly to Fred Durst's house and change yeah. this movie.
0: <laughs> this is uh legit Fred Durst joined because he wrote it too.
1: It's got a good soundtrack too. There's some good cold wave music uh bones is on the soundtrack it's 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 look it's good it's fun it's a good watch is it a good movie that's for the viewer to decide but we'll talk about that hopefully on the next episode because there's so much to get into there we just did two hours how about that i think this is a good two-parter we're good for two weeks now all right i hope people don't get sick of spawn or a lot of old man (laughs) complaints (laughs) yeah a lot of
0: (laughs) a lot of old people remembering things halfway (laughs) <laughs> a lot of that guy remember that guy that cartoon
1: Oh, a lot of I need 90s. to write
0: down this Birds of Prey thing because I definitely want to check that trailer
1: do you know the official title? no it's Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Fantabulous Harley Quinn or something like that they try to do like the Aqua Teen Hunger Force Borat movie title thing where it's extremely long
0: what like the, um, the assassination assassination of what is it? Kevin the James coward, Robert the Ford. Kevin James,
1: <laughs> the assassination yeah. of Kevin James. That's a great movie. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat>
0: Oof. Can't believe yeah. we did two hours on this thing. <laughs> we the didn't. movie's not even two hours.
1: We didn't. Oh, okay. We we jumped around every fifteen minutes back to spawn. But, that's, but again. I
0: think that's that's what this podcast is going to be though. My brain now that you're like that. <laughs> I yeah, can't now 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 like... that
1: you're the co-host, I'm completely yeah. aware of the fact that we've uh underwent a drastic shift away from film <laughs> yeah. theory and into whatever maybe relates in, like the solar system yeah. of this movie
0: whatever fucking chippendale cartoon I remember for whatever reason sure
1: <clears throat> I hope people enjoy it though no I think it i well, I think it relates annoying. to spawn and like the culture mm-hmm. that a new spawn movie would come up in. I don't think we were so far off the target in our discussion of of the movie. Like with Jackie Brown, where it just evolved (laughs) into something else. The least downloaded episode (laughs) ever.
0: That was my my first episode, wasn't it?
1: No, that was Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight, in retrospect, was pretty good. Uh Jack, Jackie Brown, (laughs) that deserves to be buried. I think it might be the funniest episode that we've done. But it's, I it's think my ooh. favorite thing about that episode is that Brandy was
0: legit wanting to talk about one of her favorite <laughs> movies. Yeah. <laughs> she was like it's one of my favorite movies right at the beginning. I love this movie. It's does she say that it's her favorite Tarantino movie? I think she does. I think so. <laughs> and then we just don't we talk get about it. Getting into Jennifer out. Lopez's
1: career as an actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which leads Enough. us to Francis Ford Coppola's uh <laughs> the reason why he had to retreat to to Italy and become a winemaker Jack. It's a great thing. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in and we will see you hopefully next week with an episode on Fred Durst's Magnum Opus The Fanatic.